Welcome to Bigfoot Backpacker. With us today is Ryan Willis. He's the founder of the Trent University Sasquatch Society. They're in Peterborough, Ontario, up in Canada. But first, a quick reminder. Be sure and check out the BigfootBackpacker.net website. It's been newly rebuilt. We publish a new premium episode every single Friday. We have some really outstanding new guests coming up, so I hope you check it out. So let's get back to Ryan. He's going to tell us about his society that he's built up in Canada at Trent University, what he's all about, how he got started, and some of the amazing guests he's had. So Ryan, welcome to the show. Are you out there? Yeah, I'm here, and thanks so much for having me. Absolutely. My pleasure to have you, and thanks for taking the time. Yeah, sounds great. Um, Yeah, I'm Ryan Willis. I'm the president and founder of the Trent University Sasquatch Society. Uh, We're a group that primarily focuses on the research and education side of uh, Sasquatch and Sasquatch research. And yeah, so we're a club of, uh, I think we're about 150 right now, right around there. Um, Yeah, we're getting, you know, new members all the time. And uh, yeah, that's really, really great group. And they they love hearing what all the, you know, speakers and researchers we have out uh, have to say. And it's, uh, yeah, things are going really well for it. Absolutely. So I found you and saw you on some social media and you guys have a pretty nice little presence there. And I've seen that you do actually get some pretty fantastic speakers to come in and do Zoom meetings um, for all of your members. How, do, how does that work? Uh, yeah, we just reach out to, um, you know, most of the Bigfoot community and see who gets back to us. And, uh, you know, we were lucky enough to have um, a lot of uh, really great researchers uh, respond and say, um, yeah, they, they want to speak to us and they have, we, we still have some uh, ones we haven't heard from yet lined up um, through, through May and we're going to keep doing club meetings all summer. So um, yeah, it's been really great. And we're even uh, in the process of starting like a, like a YouTube, you know, we're going to record the meetings, um, you know, for whoever wants to be, you know, recorded, obviously ask the researchers first, but yeah, um, yeah, so hopefully um, in May, people will be able to check that out and uh, get get to hear all the information, uh, you know, we get because we, we get so many people messaging us saying like, oh, you know, I don't go to your university, and you know, can't join the club that way. But I, I'd love to hear what, uh, you know, the speaker has to say. Um, and, you know, it's I always feel so bad when we have to, you know, turn someone away that, you know, just has an interest in Sasquatch and just because of the way our, uh, you know, university club systems set up, we're not able to to have them out, but um, yeah, we want to, you know, try to open up more and uh, open up more of uh, the research we, we take into the public. And we're even, we even have a website now called um, sasquatchuniversity.com. You guys can uh, check that out if you want. And we're going to have like, um, you know, all, all sorts of different research uh, coming out soon. And uh, we're even making a little, little, t-shirt store and other things to help uh, raise some money for us to get more research equipment. So, um, yeah, I, so I'm excited for, you know, people not just at the university, but all over to be able to get to, to learn about this stuff because, you know, obviously uh, I think anyone who has an interest, it should be able to um, learn everything they want about it. So uh, yeah. Absolutely. So yeah, there's always new research, new things going on, new discoveries. And uh, so kind of if I back up just a little bit how long how how old or how new I guess is the Trent University Sasquatch Society um so we've been 
an official club for about a year now, but we, we kind of started doing this um, when I met uh, some of the other club executives in my first year at the school. And uh, we kind of just put a message in our university Facebook group saying, um, if anyone has an interest in Bigfoot, we're going to go out in the woods and do an investigation. Uh, so meet us on the school bridge at, uh, I think we said nine o'clock or something. I don't remember all of it, but um, yeah. And we, we made uh, you know a bunch of friends that way. And I think, 10 showed up uh, from, from the Facebook message. And then, uh, you know, we brought our friends out and we took a whole group out and, you know, obviously right next to the university and, um, you know, Peterborough, Ontario was a lot of farmland and stuff. We didn't have any activity there, but it was still uh, great to get a group together and go out. Um, but that was kind of the foundation for the club. And it's the, the same people from that group that, um, you know, after the pandemic, uh, kind of ended you know we we did all the paperwork to become a real club and applied and uh, luckily the school approved us and um, yeah so uh, then this year we've been having you know all sorts of different researchers out and they're all they're all amazing we you know the students really love hearing from them and uh, we learn so much every time and it's really neat you know they all have something different that um, we didn't know before so uh, sure. it's been really great Absolutely. So yeah, you, you got out and got your first night investigation going and uh, doesn't sound like you had a lot of activity. How many, uh, how many, I guess, more act, or night investigations have you guys done? Uh, we did a bunch this year. I wouldn't, I wouldn't know the precise number off the top of my head, but we, we tried to get out like maybe every two weeks. And then, you know, sometimes we can only go once a month, like depending on when, um, when everyone's available, because, you know, obviously being university students, we all have uh, tons of, uh, you know, exams and midterms and essays and things and, you know, schedules don't always line up, but we try to get out when we can. I think we do a pretty good job of that. So I'd say every, every two weeks, really. Okay. Yeah, no, that yeah. sounds about right. It's great yeah. exercise too, right? Oh yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, yeah. No, I hear you. So what year is in school are you? Oh, um, pardon. Did you say what year or which? Yeah. Which oh, year uh, of your, uh, of your, uh, studies are you? I'm, I just finished my fourth year, but I might be going back for more school. So oh, okay. um, I'm kind of deciding that now, but I think I will. And, uh, especially, um, a lot of that decisions kind of come from, uh, the club going so well. And, uh, you know, I want to keep doing work with them and, uh, and, and running it it's been it's been really really great so um you know more education uh, never hurts and uh running the club's amazing too so sure. so uh, we'll see what i decide absolutely no yeah just keep at it and it sounds like something that you'll keep doing you know for probably the rest of your life because once the sasquatch bug hits it uh, it's tough to get rid of that's for sure yeah yeah that's, yeah, that's very true yeah. So I guess the next question obviously has to be in any of your just personal or with your group, have you guys had any kind of encounters or anybody in your group that's had an encounter? Um, I've gotten messages from a few students saying that they, they think they've seen something uh, in Northern Ontario. I think, I think only maybe like two kids in the club have said they think they've seen something somewhere, but um, on our night investigations, we haven't had anything, you know, like the, probably the most, interesting thing we've had happen to us on a night investigation was uh, we heard like uh, an interesting howl one time but we don't know obviously you can't tell for sure what that is but um you know kind of where a university situated really isn't the best place to be looking for uh, regular animals like like moose or bear or anything like that so um you know obviously uh, when it comes to looking for sasquatch it's, it's not the the greatest place in uh, ontario to be looking but um 
you know, luckily though, we are, uh, it is university. We are able to um, do a lot of learning there about Sasquatch and Sasquatch research. So uh, that kind of makes up for the lack of a wilderness around uh, Peterborough. Yeah, you might have to just plan a little bit of a weekend road trip or something here and there, right? Yeah, yeah. No, um, some of the club is. And we even have some students that uh, are going out on their own. And we have one student, I think, that wants to be an executive next year that uh, is uh, he's working out in BC, but he has time off. So he's going to go out um, bigfooting for a lot of the time he's out there this summer, which is really cool. Absolutely. No, that's that's good news. You know, we kind of pass the baton along if we have to. But, uh, you know, the club keeps growing bigger and bigger and bigger. And that's part of the biggest goal, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, even not just at our own school, like I'm talking to, um, I've had some people from other schools reach out and say, uh, we want to try to do something like this. How did you guys get started? And, uh, yeah, we, we'd love to, uh, you know, work with you guys and, and share a lot of the same information and start societies at uh, other universities. So, um, yeah, I'd say that's another one of the goals for the club, too, is uh, getting more of the academic community behind this in universities, because a lot of the researchers say, you know, it's so great doing this at an academic institution because it's something that needs to be taken more seriously, um, you know, by academics and scientists and researchers. And, uh, you know, I think we've been doing a really good job at that. And I think getting more schools behind this will really help, um, you know, move research along and, and studies and educate more people because there's you know, I'm sure, as you know, there's a, like a lot of really, really good research out there and really good evidence that, you know, people aren't aware of. And, it, you know, we do have a real animal here. Um, you know, we just don't have one in the zoo yet. So uh, that's another big goal for us. No, that makes sense. Uh, so what's the, what would you say is like maybe an overall mission statement of the Trent University Sasquatch Society? Uh, obviously to, to find a Sasquatch, you know, cause that, that would be uh, amazing. Obviously, if we were the ones to, you know, finally confirm the discovery and prove its existence. But, um, you know, for us to take the, the club and do that in Peterborough would probably be pretty tough. But, you know, I know the executives, we do want to go out looking um, in northern Ontario and uh, Quebec. And then hopefully in future years, we'll be able to get out to British Columbia and places like that, too. Like I was out in BC uh, a few times this year, but, um, you know, not even looking, I did go out one time, uh, to do like a Sasquatch hike. Um, but, uh, you know, other than that, I haven't gotten the chance to go out there and looking, go looking yet. But, um, I would say, you know, probably our, our bigger goal at the moment is to help educate people and really, you know, bring the Sasquatch community uh, together, um, from you know a scientific and uh, academic standpoint get a get more schools behind this and more research and more funding and um yeah i think we've we've started to uh, get on the right path for that and uh it's really great because i think there's a lot of students that that you know um like trent's a big science school so there's a lot of kids that they come to the meetings and they go i didn't realize how scientific this is and this is really interesting and i'm a real believer now um after hearing from these different researchers and these are kids that, uh, you know, otherwise if it weren't for the club, probably never would have heard about this or, or Sasquatch to them might've just been a, a myth instead of, um, you know, a real life animal with a lot of uh, real scientific evidence um, for them to learn about. Absolutely. So no, that's fantastic that it's a, you know, science, you know, base, that's the scientific approach, you know, and it's fantastic that we have, 
Dr. Meldrum on board with, with someone in academia that we can kind of lean on a little bit. And he's been a guest with your, with your Zoom, if I recall correctly. Yeah, yeah. No, um, we had him out. He was great. Um, I was actually emailing with him uh, just a few days ago about getting him back again. And he's, uh, he's away this weekend, but he's on board to, uh, to come back uh, and talk to us in May. So we're really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, he was, he was, you know, very, very well received by the club. We, we loved having him. Out. He's, he's a great guy too. So um, the, the students really enjoyed it. And uh, especially, you know, he's, he's probably one of the, yeah, I'd say the most science-based uh, researcher we've had out so far. Sure. Um, we've had some others that have been really great too. Uh, but yeah, talking to Dr. Meldrum, some of the students were really, uh, quite blown away, especially, you know, I'm not in the sciences myself, but, but some of the other executives are and other club members, and they were really quite blown away at um, what, yeah, what Dr. Meldrum had to say. Absolutely. What was the biggest takeaway that you, that you had last time he was on, do you think? I think what uh, some of the students have really found fascinating was um, what Dr. Meldrum said uh, about how certain sets of tracks he's seen just can't be faked. Um, in, in the lengths someone would have to go to, to, you know, make, make some sort of foot that, that bends the way, um, you know, other primates do like apes and, uh, are with chimps and, and gorillas and things like that to, to have it so accurate, um, to what we know about, uh, other ape species feet and then have them, have them bend like in mud and snow in certain ways. In, in different shapes, like each with each footstep it moves. And then have that, I forget how long exactly he said it went on for, but there were like a long, long set of tracks going like up a hill uh, is what he told us about. That was one he said really stood out to him. It's just, there's just no way like someone could fake this. And, and the, um, you know, there's more uh, like, you know, scientific details and things like that, that off the, you know, the top of my head, uh, stuff for me to remember each, each one of it, obviously we do, um, you know, have a lot of uh, research we read through and, but um, yeah, my, my science, the, you know, science part of the club was really blown away. My science guys uh, really found that fascinating because, uh, you know, he was talking about the way the hair is lined up and um, I forget the exact words for it, but you know how you have like a fingerprint uh, on, on like a human hand. And um, I think, I believe he was saying that apes have this on their feet in these, some of these tracks had those. Yeah, the dermal um, ridges, and, I think. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so like it was it was really very interesting to, you know, because he's obviously a super smart guy and a PhD and, you know, really knows what he's talking about. So I think it, it really helps when you have someone like that get behind this and say, no, like there's real evidence here. This is a real animal. This is the proof. Um, and I think it really helps people take it more seriously. And I think uh, a lot of people in the club really, really took to that especially being in sciences themselves and, and knowing about this type of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think that track way you're, you were kind of describing, he, he was able to investigate it and he, yeah, he, he said that there were 35 to 40 different prints and so many of them were unique, you know, with toe splays and yeah, the dermal ridges that he was able to find that. Yeah. In order to hoax yeah. that, it would be so elaborate. So absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was uh, it was really really fascinating, and I'm super excited to to get to talk to him again. We wanted to have him out sooner, but um, you know, we just finished exams now. But you know, luckily, we'll, it sounds like we'll get him in May sometime. So uh, I'm super excited for that. Yeah, that's very exciting. You'll have to, and now you'll have it on your uh, 
website so people can kind of pay attention. And yeah, yeah. If he, um, yeah, I still got to ask him if uh, he'd, he'd be a down to do that. If, if not, obviously then the club would just talk to him, but um, you know, it'd be great for everyone to, to get to hear what he has to say because he, you know, he's, he's really amazing. And uh, you know, from a, a science perspective is, is very, very compelling. Absolutely. So it'd be great for people to hear that. Sure. Yeah, no, he's, he's a fantastic guest and he's so kind with his time, you know, getting out where he can with different conferences and of course like zoom calls with you guys. Yeah. And, uh, so he, he's real generous and he's taking it seriously and he's got the credential to, to be heard properly. So I've always applauded him and I love reading anything that he's been involved with or, you know, TV shows he's been on, of course, always gets my attention. So that's great that he's willing to give some of his time to, to your, your group and to, uh, you know, keep people educated and keep people interested. Has he ever talked about with you guys, what would happen if it was proven beyond a reasonable doubt and a, no questions asked, this is a real terrestrial animal that we've found now. Gosh, how would that change things? Yeah. I don't think we, uh, so much got into like, you know, what would happen once it's proven. Um, you know, when we talked to him, uh, it was probably for about, you know, an hour and a half on zoom. And I think we, uh, we, we, you know, we kind of just stuck to the more science uh, side of all of it because so many of our guys had questions. I think, I think he, you know, I hope he really appreciated to, um, you know, I like, I'm not in sciences, but I, you know, from what I could tell the, the questions um, our students had for him, uh, like they read his papers and stuff beforehand and had questions uh, about it. And, and uh, I thought, um, you know, cause I'm sure in his area, he doesn't get a, to, to maybe have um, the exact conversations uh, he'd like with, with everyone. Cause not, you know, obviously not everyone understands that. I don't even fully uh, understand all of it, but I, I just, you know, hope that he uh, enjoyed talking to us and um, uh, especially, uh, you know, our, our people in sciences. Cause I, you know, I, it seemed to me like they had uh, great questions for him. So um, yeah, that was mostly what we talked about uh, within that time, but hey hopefully when when the discovery is made and hopefully it's soon uh i don't know i mean maybe maybe next time uh, we're on the we're calling with him uh, i'll ask him about that and see what he has to say but yeah, i've always yeah. i always like to ask that question because everybody has a different opinion on you know what a result might look like and how it might change things so it's always kind of fun to almost be prepared what if one day how is that going to look so yeah it'd be a good question to ask him sometime and I think even Cliff Barrickman has answered that question a little bit here and there. So and a lot of people yeah. like to lean into, well, I don't want it to be discovered just for the crazy reasons like that. So, but it's something we're talking about. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I was emailing with uh, Cliff today, actually. Oh, good. Um, yeah. I think, yeah. <laughs> um, he's running the, uh, his Bigfoot museum in uh, Oregon and uh, he sounds pretty busy with it, but um, I think uh, in May or late May, he'll, um, yeah, we'll, we're, you know, going to try to get him out again. And, uh, you know, it was great hearing from him. Uh, I forget how many weeks ago it was now we talked to him. But, um, yeah, no, it was really great hearing from him too. Fantastic. No, that's great. I'm so glad that these guys are giving you guys the attention. So, yeah, I want to help spread the word a little bit so you guys can, you know, keep doing what you're doing. So, yeah, yeah, we, we really appreciate it. And, uh, you know, it helps a lot because, um, you know, I think now, like, with each one of these, you know, more, not just more people, but more um, of the Bigfoot communities becoming aware of us. And, um, you know, I don't, I think a lot of them don't really realize like just how into this we are. And, we, you know, we're, 
um, like all the executives are, are fully into this and like, you know, throughout, throughout um, their days and weekends are reading different reports and, and papers and things. And we're all working together to try to, um, you know, well, we, we have put the website together now, uh, sasquatchuniversity.com. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of a first version. We have a lot more coming soon. Uh, we don't really have the data side up yet, but um, that's coming soon. And uh, yeah, we've been working pretty tirelessly on all of that, especially um, through exams too. So now uh, just this past week, just the other day, we finished exams. So now we're, we're finally getting to, to put, you know, most of our energy to this. And, um, you know, we really hope to, to do a lot more with it. And um, yeah, just hearing from different researchers and having them come out and uh, get in touch with us really helps too. So um, yeah, if you're a Sasquatch researcher listening or um, even just someone with an encounter or, or want to get in touch with us uh, on any level, just, you know, shoot us an email or, or um, social media stuff. We're super easy to get in touch with. Uh, but yeah, I, I also think it's great too, because I'm, um, you know, with, with each one of these, uh, podcasts and different media things we've been on, you know, we get, um, more members and, uh, and more and more people, um, are taking interest in this and, and seeing that it, it is a very serious subject and, you know, there's a lot of real evidence here and uh, a real animal, obviously. So I think it, it's great that way too. That's great. And, and exactly that. I mean, I know we're always going to have to deal with hoaxers and people trying to, you know, fool people at the same time. And, and that's just, that's part of it. But uh, people that are taking it serious, like you and, you know, and doing this formally, like you've done with your university is great outreach. And it certainly lends credibility to what your endeavors are. So congratulations with that. Yeah, thanks. No, we appreciate it. And um, yeah, yeah, no, it's been going really great. And yeah, we, right we just, we just love hearing from people too. So yeah, sure. So you're about 150 members strong and you're always looking for new members. How does somebody become a member? Do they have to be a university, Trent University uh, student? Um, yeah, right now, uh, the way our university club set up, yeah, they have to be uh, like an active Trent student. We've even had some alumni come back and say, oh, can I, can I join the club? And, you know, unfortunately, we have to um, say not at the moment. We are obviously, uh, like I said before, trying to do more so that everyone will um, be able to to learn and get involved in this. Um, but uh, yeah, so students just uh, can just find us on the Trent Clubs and Grooves page and just send us the Trent email and then we just add them to our list and they're in the club. So uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's very easy. And the other thing too, um, I think I said earlier, we're trying to, uh, we're working with other universities to, to start clubs there. So we're kind of hoping that um, by, by next year and, or even the summer, uh, I'm not like a lot of the different schools have different times when you're supposed to register a club. Um, but we're hoping like, we'll have, you know, a bunch of different universities on a zoom call at the same time, talking to like one, one researcher, um, and get to experience it that way. And then, or, or through the, you know, YouTube too, hopefully, uh, they'll be able to see it that way. Um, cause obviously with the uh, scheduling and stuff, like the students have, you know, depending on programming and someone will have an assignment due one night and then a different night, someone has an assignment due. So it's very hard to coordinate everything. So, um, yeah, the recorded meetings help a lot. Sure. No, you guys are doing good work. And so keep at it, keep with it and keep me informed. If I can help you out in any way, just let me know. And I'll, I'll do announcements for you here and there. If, if, uh, if you want, uh, you got my contact information. So yeah, let's keep in touch.
Yeah, thanks. We, we really appreciate it. And um, yeah, if people could check out the uh, website and, uh, you know, YouTube and things coming soon. And uh, yeah, we're going to try to raise some money to help us get equipment because we, we do want to go do some uh, serious research this summer. And some uh, some scientific equipment's been recommended to us. So we uh, we want to go out and get that. And, you know, obviously, if we could ever get a thermometer, that'd be great. But um, yeah, so, uh, you know, helping out that way um, really, really helps us do our research. So uh, yeah, no, thanks. How about uh, real quick, how about uh, daytime expeditions? Have you guys done anything during daylight hours? Uh, yeah, no, we have, we have, but um, yeah, not, not too often. Like usually if we do anything during the day, it's going to kind of pre-scout a location to see if that would be uh, suitable for going at night, obviously. Um, but yeah, other than that, we don't, usually go looking during the day just because you know a lot of the uh researchers we talk to say like you know nighttime's the best time to go and sure. yeah so we, we try to stick to that but uh yeah yeah and i think i saw i think it was global news you had a little piece on there and you were doing your best uh sasquatch howl yeah yeah <laughs> i did the yeah that was a time we were out a day actually but um uh -huh. yeah that was to meet with global but um yeah, no, that, that was really great. And, uh, I thought they, they did the piece really well. And, um, yeah, it's, it's great though. Cause, uh, you know, as a result of that, we've had, you know, more researchers and more people, um, come and get involved. So, and it even, I think it was only supposed to be in Peterborough and then like the global network picked it up. So it aired all across the country a few times. And, you know, we were hearing of people in Alberta that, you know, didn't know, um, like, someone at our university knew us and they said, Oh, did you know this is going on at your school? And so, you know, people all across the country were, were hearing about it. Um, you know, which I think is really great, you know, so, um, yeah, we've had more people get in touch and get involved that way. So it, it really helps. Yep. You just got to keep going, just keep plugging the word. It'll, it'll catch on more and more and more. So you guys are doing the right thing. It sounds like. So tell us your email again. Yeah. The email is a uh, Sasquatch society at, uh, trentu.ca and then um yeah all our social medias uh i think i think facebook and instagram is like um trentu or trent university sasquatch society or i'm sure if you just type that in it'll come up somewhere we've got like a green little logo right now and um yeah and then twitter's the same thing and uh yeah and then the website too obviously you can get in touch with us that way and uh you know, soon we'll have the YouTube coming and hopefully people can get in touch with us uh, through there too. So um, yeah, feel free to reach out everyone. All right. Well, is there any last parting words you want to leave us with any good words of wisdom that we should all listen to? Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, that's a, yeah, no, uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I guess just, uh, I don't know. What would I say? Is Stay the last safe words in the woods. Yeah, stay safe in the woods and don't dress um, up in Bigfoot costumes. Yeah, yeah, don't go <laughs> and dress up in Bigfoot. Country. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's that's also a very good uh, piece of advice there. But um, yeah, I guess just the uh, probably you know just um, try to check out our stuff and uh, you know we're we're gonna make you know some some shirts and merchandise and things to uh, to help us get um, some fun because we don't get any funding from the school, but um. So we, you know, it really helps uh, with us doing uh, our research and uh, running everything, getting getting new equipment, which will really help. Um, so yeah, we appreciate that. And then, uh, yeah, just if you want to get in touch with us um, in any way, uh, yeah, we're here. And uh, 
yeah, I guess, uh, and don't don't dress up in a Bigfoot costume and go uh, go uh, in the woods during hunting season would be another uh, piece of words of wisdom. So yeah. Very, very good advice, I do believe. So, well, there you have it, folks. This is Ryan Willis with the Trent University Sasquatch Society taking some time out today to tell us what he's all about. I know you probably have some more questions, so we'll invite Ryan back another time and maybe get a couple of his other executives on the same time and and uh, we'll have a little round table that way. Yeah, that's, that sounds great. Yep, Trent University <laughs> Sasquatch Society. All right, Ryan, well, I certainly appreciate your time. And uh, remember everybody, visit bigfootbackpacker.net for more episodes and we will see you next time. Thank you so much, Ryan, I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks so much for having me on. You're welcome, yep, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.